listener you have tuned in to the podcast where music inspires every week you get to listen to some of the most incredible artists sharing their inspiring creative discipline and some helpful tips for aspiring musicians 9xm soundcast is produced by 9xm india's leading music channel and i am eva bhat Singer, actor, composer and entrepreneur Arjun Kanungu is here for you sharing his not so typical musical journey till date his game changer hits and his entrepreneur life while you can enjoy his latest romantic single Bahaleja sung and composed by him in this episode Arjun Kanungu talks about his learning and his creative discipline with all the fursat hey arjun it's so great to have you on the podcast hi hi arjun you were in our hi. office uh, 9xm years ago yaar <laughs> maybe yes yes it feels like so many years ago lovely lovely arjun a week uh, you know cannot uh, you know not talk about uh, you know the song that you know made you a household name fursat is the song that i'm talking about and then ayana tun of course baki baatein peene baad you uh, immediately entered the you know the club hits chart so tell us about uh, you know mm. the experience of you know getting that success right at the start of your indie career i was quite unexpected to be honest because i didn't expect anybody to like my first song who expects like you know you think that aap gana drop karne wale ho agar million views bhi ho gaye to bahut badi baat hai bahut sare log aate hain jaate hain kitne gaane release hote hain to you don't expect anything to be uh, you know like permanent in that sense i think one thing that i have noticed is even after it's going to be like six years six and a half years it's been no baki baatein bhi nahi baat people are still playing it so it just goes to show that a hit song doesn't matter how much time goes by it always stays with people people are still playing it has a very long shelf life you know so uh i think uh, i didn't expect that it would be such a big hit you know i honestly and until today i i thank my stars that uh, that you know i was able to make baki baat you know as my second song was fursat that was also a big hit so Lovely. people know me for those two songs because those are my first two songs and i know to happen in 2018 that was a big hit i did a song called lala la was also in 2018 yeah, so also a very big song yeah it's uh, so i mean all these songs that in different spaces people call me versatile but i think i'm just uh, i'm just distracted <laughs> i'm distracted very easily i want to do something new all the time and for me that is actually the kick i want to do something new with my art all the time and i think that's uh, that's what keeps me going please tell us you know your liking towards you know romantic melodies you know if you uh, see uh, you know your musical uh, you know the graph till date uh, you know while we have songs like baki baatein peene baad and all those club hits we cannot you know forget the viral hit fursat ayanatu you know for which fans just love you so you know romantic singles we can immediately associate your name with it so tell tell us about you know the kind of melodies that have always you know influenced you inspired you this like there are so me. many melodies that have you know i i grew up listening to uh, pr rahman and he is one of my biggest inspirations you know so his music is so melodically inclined it's it's very strong melodically it's very uh, it's very deep and the culture it's very rooted in indian culture you know so i think that is uh, that was a very big influence for me when i'm very, even when i'm making music like for me i have i have few 
influences like I, I would say AR Rahman would be number one. Uh, Pritam it would be a close second. And I think uh, third would be Mithun. So I think all these guys are very, very big on melodies. Lovely. And that's why, you know, I was very influenced by that. So all my music kind of comes from that influence. And I feel like uh, that's why it is so, it has, it places so much stress on melodies, you know, because I feel like that's where my influences have you know, pushed me towards this day and age, and you know these times of you know fast numbers and you know uh, snappy, uh, snacky content. We have when we have these slow numbers, melodies. You know, they take us back to the uh, you know the beautiful melodic '90s, and you know that flavor. You have always tried to you know maintain you know subconsciously in your songs and music, and that's why people immediately connect with it. Like you know, uh, because the yeah. the soulful music is there. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right when it says that you know I try to be soulful. That's definitely one of the goals. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I I didn't listen to much '90s music to be honest. Like I've I've I actually skipped the '90s entire. Other than A.R. <laughs> Rahman, who was very big in the '90s, but other than that, I think I was more influenced. I was more influenced by like the '70s and the in the '60s. You know, like Arvind yeah, Vaman, yeah. like all yeah, those guys. those guys were also. Uh, Lakshmi oh my, oh my god! So those guys were very heavy on melody, right? So, Absolutely. Uh, so I think that's what I was influenced by, and then AR Rahman straight away, and then straight away into the 2000s where you had Pritam and and Mithun and all these guys. So I think I missed the 90s. Other than <laughs> other than Rahman sir, I think I missed everything. Okay, while we are still at it, you know, we have to talk about your acting, you know, your love for acting, also your training in acting and, uh, you know, we enjoyed you in Radhe. So tell us about, you know, that experience too. Radhe kind of just accidentally happened, to be honest. I met Salman Aiko in 2017 or some event. And I, was, I kept in touch with him. I told him, you know, I make songs. And he, one day he called me and he said, make a film, why don't you come and sing that song? So I went and sang that song. They, they didn't eventually use that song. They canceled it eventually. But I was in touch with him since then. And then I kept going to play him my music videos. My music videos, I I'm doing this, that. And uh, after that, uh, he saw me in a music video called Wo Barish. Or, oh. uh, he told me that... Uh, he said, you look so good on screen. Why don't you act? So, I said, I am a trained actor. I was thinking about it. But honestly, everyone says that you should act, but no role is not So he so said, I'll give you a role. Yeah, he, this is in 2018. He said, I'll give you a role. 100%. So I thought that he's just being nice, you know. But then uh, somewhere around 2019 and uh, around November, he called me and he said, listen, I want you to come and meet me. It was 11.30 in the night. I said, why does, why does Salman Bhai want to meet me in the 11th night? I thought, you know, maybe something urgent like a song or something like that. So I went to meet yeah. him at his house. And uh, Prabhu Devasa was there and he's, they both said that, uh, you know, we're doing a film called Radhe. And we wanted to play a, a role uh, for a character called Mansoor. So I said, uh, wow, that sounds very exciting. And then next thing I knew I was in Radhe. So I, I, it was very really unexpected. And we started shooting, we shot, and uh, I think people people liked me in that villain role, which is weird because I'm getting so totally. many offers as a villain. It's so weird. It's weird. Not, I'm, I'm not used to that. I'm not a villain in real life, or I'm, I don't even look like a villain. In but none of your singles, you are Radhi. known for your yeah. romantic and sweet yeah. numbers, yeah. But wow. Yeah, but I got so many, so many offers after that to be a villain. It's it's quite crazy. So uh, actually, I am doing a couple of projects where I am I am the villain. So I mean, it's it's really strange to for me to make that jump. But 
you know, I find it very exciting to act like the villain because I think that, and I think that's what uh, Salman Bhai saw in me because it's complete opposite of who I am. Wow. You know, so it's very challenging, you know, in that sense, it's very challenging for me. And uh, that's the reason why uh, he said that, you know, they, I, maybe that's why he chose me for the villain. But So I've been doing it. It's it's very interesting to see where that's taking me. I've done a short film right now, like me and Alti mentioned, that's how we met, uh, that's how we worked together for the first time. So that will be out soon. We are uh, doing another film at the end of the year. So let's see what happens. Wow, wow. And like, you know, while we are talking about versatility, let's also, uh, you know, know and understand more about, you know, the entrepreneurial side of you. I mean, you are into so many things. So tell us a bit about that before we start talking about your songs. I don't know. I think I've always been entrepreneurial, to be honest. I think uh, since I was like 15 years old, I started working when I was 15 years old, just for fun. I used to go and uh, I was very into coding and and you know making websites and those kind of things and I, I think other kids were doing other things but I was more into that and uh, I started a company that makes websites when I was about 16 years old and Amazing. basically it was a it was decent like it was good experience like the company didn't explode or anything but I got that first uh, experience of working and talking to people and going to sell, sell, sell them a product and uh, I think that was really cool for me at that age then when I when I came back to uh, and I, when I decided I wanted to do music, I didn't know where to start from because obviously, you know, when you are not from the industry, there is no, I think that's where the, the biggest question for youngsters who want to start music in the industry is, kahan se shuru kar? you know, what is the first thing I should do? Like, can I demos? Banao? Kya main, you know, what should I do? And right. I think for me, that answer was immediately, are, if I'm going to survive in this industry, I need to make money because I can't separate livelihood and you know, my, my passion. So I, I started a recording studio yeah, but. and, uh, yeah. And I, I thought that I was a good place to meet people, you know, you know, like kind of people would come from all different genres, perform, record, you know, rehearse everything at my studio. And I got to see a lot, you know, so that was for me, that was the biggest experience. I was studio uh, I used to watch them because I had, I had cameras everywhere. So I used to watch what they were doing all the time. Yeah, yeah. And literally, yeah. literally, uh, it was everybody used to come there from Pritamda, uh, Arijit Singh. We had Shreya Goshal a few times, uh, uh, Niti Mohan. So I used to watch them and I used to, I wonder like, you know, how are these guys so talented? And I never thought I'd be a singer, you know. So, but that studio was the, the beginning point for me as an entrepreneur. Wow. And it was uh, it was the core of who I am even today because we are doing so much in this in the space of business. I just recently signed a deal with QK, one of the biggest signings ever. Wow! Uh, yeah, it was a million dollar deal. Yeah, so I think uh, for an artist to get a million dollars for anything is crazy. Like you know, to be signed like well, with such a big amount is quite nuts. And uh, I think the reason that that happened was because they can see the entrepreneur side of me. I have a company called One Mind Music, which we we are. Uh, we're just starting off. It's only been a year, but we have done very wow. well in the last year. We have uh, we have a lot of so that the goal of the company is to kind of launch new producers, and so it's an artist management come label, and uh, we are also in, in a part of it is also going towards you know like changing a lot of things in the music scene. So wow. there's a lot of announcements in that space to come up, but uh, I think that that's the entrepreneurial side of me that keeps making me do these things. You know, like I'm like, ye karte hain, wo karte hain. I don't sit still. Very yeah, inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Your uh, Rahman uh, dream also somewhere 
you know i can say with qp yeah 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 qp so, actually that was one of the reasons i i signed up with them i said you know this is rehman's company i would love to do anything with them you know <laughs> lovely so, lovely arjun you know i think honestly in any art form the main number one thing is not riaz not this it's, it's the stillness of your mind how still can you be and what kind of decisions can you make when you're still because uh-huh. you know we don't realize that uh, our careers are shaped not over one song or 10 songs it's shaped over 10 20 years wow and i i realized that very early because i i mean i was around all these artists who were growing exponentially over years wow. but it was the growth never stopped it was in all directions right you saw like i saw a lot of people uh, uh before i started singing i was already in my studio for 10 years observing other people it was like i think my first song dropped when i was about 25 and uh, I was already I was doing this since I was seventeen, so it was eight years of me observing people and observing the careers. So I realized that very early that it, they were making decisions over the long term. And the only way you can make decisions over the long term is if your mind is still, you know, because then there is clarity on who you are. And I think that's where everything should come from. The the only discipline that you need to really worry about is, am I being true to myself or not? And that only comes from a sense of stillness, you know, because. uh if you're constantly distracted by what other people are saying or or uh, trying to chase a version of yourself which is not true then it doesn't matter what you're doing where you're going because eventually you're going to you're going to have some place which is going to stop you and coming back to the point where i said that you know your careers are made over 10 20 years it's always about what you can sustain over a long period of time that will make your career you know you see wow. the biggest artists in the world there are people who make it in 5 years but if they're not able to like keep that mental discipline of and stay true to, to who they are they fizzle out doesn't matter how big they are you know so uh, i think as artists today we are so lucky that we have so much information available to us from all our previous generations of artists you know they have set the same stage as for, stage up for us in such a way that we are able to kind of uh, you know learn from them and grow from them bilkul i think that's what the art artists of the yesteryear didn't have you know they had to figure it out for themselves but we have all this data now you know the big thing in music and in art form right now is data collection data. people are like netflix and these big big companies are just doing that right they just get different right. data from all these different projects and putting it together but as artists also we have the same data we have data of uh, you know all these amazing artists that were before us and their careers and their uh, career paths so you know we really have a lot of information today So I think the the key is having your mind still and choosing what's right for you. Lovely, lovely. And you know, last question, Arjun. You know, you are one of the biggest names in the indie music space, and you know, people do look up to you. You know, especially young artists who are aspiring to uh, you know start their careers with uh, you know independent music, original music. Uh, what are your you know one or two two three tips uh, for them? Uh, how to go about it? You know. I would say don't take take things personally. I think the way to look at anything is that if you try to do something and you fail at it, it's not you who has failed; it's your strategy that's failed. Uh-huh. So instead of saying that I'm not good enough or I have not done this correctly, my strategy was not good. My strat strategy could be better. What is the strategy that I'm now going to take to change this? Learning so that mindset you. of yeah, what is that mindset of not. being too hard on yourself but at the same time pushing yourself forward i think you know there's there's a big difference between being critical of yourself and being you know uh, constructive about the future thank you for having me thanks and soundcast i had a great time uh, you know thanks to eva for being such a lovely host and uh, i had a 
lovely time answering your questions and you know these questions not everybody asks so it's uh, it's nice to delve a little bit deeper into uh, you know the practice and disciplines of music well love thank you Eva. thank you lovely thank talking you. to you thank have a good you. one bye 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 hi this is arjun kanungo and you just heard me on this podcast so definitely subscribe to us What we got to learn from Arjun Kanungo's approach and his creative discipline is to sharpen one's observational skills, grasp as much as possible, become financially stable to be able to pursue your dreams. Understanding the technical side of things do help if you are an artist in today's day and age. Share with me your experience of listening to this episode. You can either email me or DM me on my Instagram handle at evabhat podcast or at 9xm India. We upload interesting video clips of this podcast on our social media handles and on YouTube, so that will give you a visual side of this podcast. This is me Eva signing off for now. See you guys next week with a new episode, new artist. 